The galaxy is burning. Brother fights brother. And treason splits the Imperium of Man. This is the Age of Darkness. Welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat. Coming to you from within the depths of the Vengeful Spirit. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Remembrancer's Retreat Podcast. A Warhammer 30k Horse Heresy audio experience. My name is Jesse. I'm here today with Michael. Hey. It's just us tonight. We're going to have some fun. We're going to talk Sisters of Silence, part of the Lieber Imperium uh, book that came out a few weeks ago and is now in hardcover here in the States. And um, Michael, I know you play Sisters. A little bit. Yeah. I, I owned bit. models, unbilt models, yeah. maybe a little bit unpainted. And then a uh, a few of them might have gotten into your hands with this new edition. So, well, they're almost all built now. Well, that's good. I'm glad and, they're getting some use. And a lot of them have seen the table at this point. Yeah. yeah. Um, as we'll mention later, uh, sisters are really cheap in terms of points. Mm-hmm. So I would not say I quite have an army of them. Uh, <laughs> I can maybe do a thousand points. Gotcha. But that's a lot of sisters. Yeah. Um, so like man, Libra Imperium, uh, rolling right into the army list. It does mention, yeah. uh, it represents the sisters of silence from their hidden origins during the expansion of the Imperium during the great crusade and mentions unlike space Marine legions, they were not a true army, but rather a paramilitary force with a very specific role. And Libra Imperium gives you a way to uh, run them and emphasize their unique tactics. And uh, Mike, you said you've played a couple games now so far with them? Yeah, a couple. Yeah. What's your um, uh, first impressions? My first impression is that that's a very important paragraph to pay, pay attention to. <laughs> um, you can play them as an army. Mm-hmm. It will probably not be a very good army on their own, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Gotcha. Um, we'll get into that a little bit. Um, but they have some really great tools. But there's some other tools that they just don't have. Right. So more leaning towards more of like an allied detachment that can yes. be a very nice little uh, extra tool in your tool bag. Allied detachment. Uh, I want to play with them in Zone Mortalis a little bit. Mm, uh, sure, sure. See how they function there. Uh, but generally speaking, they're get, they're going to have some weaknesses that you need to build your army having a plan for, even if that plan is well. I guess I lose. Yeah, or just grin and bear it, and <laughs> yeah trying to kite the problem around. Um, if you're looking for an army that'll take on a fury of the ancients list, this is not it. <laughs> um, they have a little bit that can impede dreadnoughts, but mm-hmm. not much that can kill them. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. They're still mortals at the end of the day. That's one of their big weaknesses. Yeah. Uh, but let's jump into it. Sounds and good. Let's start with the anathema subtype because okay. that's kind of the key to what the sisters are. Gotcha. Um, I've got it up on page uh, 129, Libra Imperium, of course. Mm-hmm. Anathema subtype. Uh, and this is lengthy. Yeah. Uh, about half a page, four bullet points. Firstly. A unit that includes at least one model with the subtype may not be directly targeted by any psychic power or use any psychic power or make attacks with a psychic weapon. 
uh, psychic powers whose effects would otherwise be applied to a unit that includes at least one model with the subtype uh, due to area effect, scattering, etc., uh, have no effect but are not canceled and may continue to affect other units. It's kind of um, interesting. So they are immune to psychic powers. Yep. And turns their unit immune to psychic powers if you have... I'm assuming there's some ways you can like attach them with characters and such. Mm-hmm. Which kind of makes we'll it very there. interesting. All right. So, yeah. <laughs> Once we want run through the units, I want to talk a bit about allied detachments. Yeah. Because um, that's where these ladies are going to shine. Gotcha. Gotcha. I don't want to get ahead of yourself, but yeah. go ahead. Um, but if you know anything about the Sisters of Silence, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. They're all they're all blanks. Yep. They, uh, they're all just sucking all all the life out of the warp. <laughs> yeah. Which like seems like anytime they're mentioned in the books, they hammer that point home. Hey, by yep. the way, <laughs> they're gnolls. And their entire job is hunting psychers. Yeah. <laughs> but they don't exist, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Second bullet point. A model with the anathema subtype that is allocated wounds caused by a psychic weapon will always fail to wound without any dice being rolled or any special rules attached to that psychic weapon will not trigger. Um, so... Effectively, they're immune to psychic weapons. Gotcha. Makes sense, but very weirdly written. Yeah, I wonder if that's to like where you they can still be targeted by psychic weapons, but they still won't uh, affect them. That might have to do with like if you're trying to get uh, maybe charging bonuses or whatnot. Charge bonuses or... I don't know of any bonuses just for targeting uh, them, but... Uh, or if you're using psychic weapons against the rest of the squad. Hmm. Um, and then for, I, I don't know if there's any psychic weapons that also have precision strikes and, you know, you swing the psychic weapons, hoping to get the precision, precision strikes off. You don't. So the defending player says, yeah, they're all going on to the anathema. That's fair. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure, uh, Magnus had, you know, Magnus has precision strikes by default. So I'm sure his psychic powers are precision mm-hmm. strikes. So that's one thing I can, that's one, uh, scenario I can think of. Yeah. Um, additionally, uh, they aren't affected by the force special rule. Mm-hmm. Um, these effects do not apply to model with the transport subtype, uh, that has, uh, models with the anathema subtype embarked, uh, which I wouldn't expect them to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless the model with the transport type also has the anathema subtype. <laughs> which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Weird. Well, got to make it clear. Got to spell it out, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. Important bit. Yeah. All models that do not have the anathema subtype, but are part of a unit that includes one or more models with the anathema subtype, suffer a penalty of minus two to their leadership characteristic. Uh-huh. Any unit with at least one model within six inches of a model with the anathema subtype suffers a penalty of minus one to leadership. Oh, okay. Um, or minus two if uh, the unit in question has models with the corrupted subtype. Um, those penalties aren't cumul- cumulative, only the most severe counts. However, they do stack with other special rules that modify leadership, such as fear. Yeah, okay. Um, 
So you're going up, going up against some cr- scary corrupted boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, you send your sisters forward. The corrupted guys are now at a significant minus to leadership. Yep. However, if you got your own squad there, they're also at a minus one to leadership. And if the corrupted boys have fear, they're at a minus two. Yeah. They just don't like any of what's going on. No. You might as well, uh, if you can, get a fearless uh, counterpart to your sister of silence. Not that it really matters in certain situations, but... Yeah. Well, uh, I have thoughts on that. Okay. Um, a unit that is embarked on a vehicle, fortification, or building suffers no penalties to its leadership characteristic due to the anathema subtype. Um, however, units with the stubborn special rule do suffer these penalties. Uh, so stubborn does not protect you. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Um, yep. And that only so affects that, stubborn. So fear, fearless, you're still good. Fearless, you're good. Anything else, at least that I know of, yeah. you're still suffering the penalties. Yeah, it calls out specifically stubborn and any other mm-hmm. special rules. Ignore penalties to leadership. Ignore the effects of anathema. So, okay. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot there for that. But uh, it definitely spells it out what they're here for. <laughs> yep. Cool. Scary ladies. Uh, that will cause some trouble for your troops, despite being agents of the emperor. Um, for the record, agents of the emperor level of allegiance means that any loyalists they're sworn brothers with. Okay. So no penalties Um, normally, no penalties. And importantly, you can embed, uh, characters within their units. Yep. Um, that is handy. So you want to put a sister's character inside a squad of tactical Marines? Go for it. Only downside is they're at a minus two leadership. <laughs> yeah, that's and that's pretty rough. Yep. All um, right. Okay. Yeah, stick it with your uh, fearless and uh, I guess high leadership boys. All right. Or hope that but, you, you know manage to kill whatever's trying to attack you, so you don't have to worry about that leadership penalty. This is true. If you win, it doesn't matter. Uh huh. Um, there's one other general special rule we need to talk about, about mm-hmm. with sisters. And that's the uh, Silent Sisterhood X special rule. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a whole long section, so I'm just going to summarize. Uh, basically, this is an army building rule. Mm-hmm. Um, there are three chambers militant, chamber of vigilance, chamber of oblivion, chamber of judgment. Each carries its own special rules, which we'll cover here in a second. Uh, chamber of vigilance, you can have as many as you want. But Chamber of Oblivion and Chamber of Judgment, you need to have an HQ of that same type. So if you want any Chamber of Judgment units, you need a Chamber of Judgment HQ. You want any Chamber of Oblivion units, you need an Oblivion HQ. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, so going through the, the three chambers, special rules real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, chamber of Vigilance um, can choose... Uh, where is it? Uh, scout or infiltrate. So they start a little further forward. Yep. And they get them, uh, let's see, before the start of the battle's first turn before any models are deployed. So it sounds yes. like you get to choose at the start. Yep. Which is nice. Like for the Dark Angels, like I really like the different rules I can pick, but a lot of them I have to pick during army creation, which is yeah, a little bit sad. 
This is pretty nice, though. It really allows you to get more flexible with them. Particularly if like the enemy army and setup kind of stops you from being able to infiltrate for some reason. Yeah. You can still scout them. Hmm. Now, it does, men- it does mention it has to be a unit compose- composed entirely of models with that variant. Yes. So, I don't know, could you... Uh, uh, ostensibly uh, attach a uh, Vigilance HQ with a different uh, unit. Um, does that count as one unit or does it count as a separate unit at that point? I guess it would be, it would count as one whole unit. So I yeah, still don't think yeah, you it's, could... it's one whole unit. Um, that being said, I'm not sure if there are any chamber of vigilance HQs. Oh, okay. I'll find out in a moment. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest. Chamber of vigilance tends to be like your troops. Yeah. Your basics. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Not the folks you usually want to put your HQs with anyways. Okay. So that's not a big deal. Fair. Um, Chamber of Oblivion, uh, on the other hand, uh, has some nice elite choices. Um, And uh, any with the Chamber of Oblivion gain the fearless special rule when locked in combat with a unit that includes any models with the demon type or corrupted subtype. Handy. Fighting, fighting those things that don't exist. Yeah. Word, bur- word bearers hate this one trick. Right. Find out how. <laughs> Last one is Chamber of Judgment. Um, all models with a special rule gain the fearless special rule when locked in combat with any unit that uh, includes models with the Psyker subtype. Okay. It's kind of interesting they split those up, but thematically it makes sense. Yep. I I think it's going to make even more sense as we go through the list. Gotcha. Okay. Um, So it looks like they got uh, three warlord traits. So looking at the first one, the Maiden of Blood, at the end of any combat in the assault phase, it includes this warlord. After all attacks have been made, but before the winner is decided, this warlord's controlling player can choose to inflict D6 wounds with an AP value of uh, null, or dash on the warlord's own unit allocated by the unit's controlling player. And these wounds are not counted for deciding which side wins combat. Once these wounds are resolved and the warlord and each remaining model in the same unit may make one additional attack each and any wounds caused are counted for deciding which side wins the combat. (laughs) In addition, an army whose warlord has this trait may make an additional reaction during the assault phase. As long as the warlord has not been removed as a casualty and may select an additional unit of Warlord's Chamber Militant as part of the same attachment as this Warlord. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And if you have an, a big, if you have a big elite melee unit, oh boy. Yeah, like a unit of Terminators, or, mm-hmm. yep, which I'm sure there's some good sisters units too, but yeah, I'll, I'll take a D6 AP dash wounds to just straight up make another additional attack each. Especially if I had like yep. a power fist or something. Oh my gosh. Depending on the unit you're going against, uh, most of the sister's melee weapons are power swords, at least. Mm. So just yeah. keep chopping through with that AP3. Yeah, no, that's really good. Let's see, the second one we have here is the Maiden of Resolve. And once per battle, at the start of any of this warlord's controlling player's turns, uh, the player may activate this warlord trait, and until the start of the controlling player's next turn, the warlord and any unit it has joined may not move, either during the movement phase or as part of a reaction, but automatically passes all morale tests and pinning checks they are called upon to take without 
any dice being rolled and gains the Feel No Pain 4-Up and Eternal Warrior special rules. In addition, an army whose warlord has this trait may make an additional reaction during the shooting phase, and you may select an additional unit of their chamber militant. It's pretty It's pretty neat, and not being able to move with it makes it difficult it's, for me to imagine using. I can see this being used if you're trying to hold an objective and it's late in a game. Yeah. That four up feel no pain, which I guess you, uh, well, yeah, if you find themselves with an Astartes a supply, getting, uh, I guess you get a bonus with the, uh, uh, what's their Legion or the, uh, like the tacticals heart of the Legion. Did they get a bonus to the feel no pain or is it still just a flat four up? Uh, the sisters don't get heart of the Legion. Right, but uh, like let's say she's in part of a unit with uh, Astartes. Would I get uh, bonuses to Heart of the Legion, or is it still just four up? Huh, I had not considered that. Uh, I believe it's a plus one. It's been a minute since I looked at that rule. Yeah, but I think you're right. Yeah. Huh. So obviously, yeah, you're entirely correct. Uh, running them within Astartes allied detachment might be another thing to try. Because mm-hmm. that works very works better with Astartes than I think it does sisters, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, I still haven't touched on all these units, but right now, from my own knowledge of how I would run them, just from what the rules I've seen so far, all I'm thinking is allied attachments at the moment and seeing how yeah. I can combine them. Um, but moving on from the Maiden of Resolve to the final warlord trait they have, Maiden of Sorrow. Uh, when this warlord and any unit has joined suffers an unsaved wound, the warlord that has this trait and all models in a unit it has joined gain a bonus of plus one to their attacks and movement characteristic to a maximum of four up to either characteristic until the end of the controlling player's next turn. And uh, let's see. If this warlord is removed as a casualty while locked in combat, the opposing player gains no victory points from it from any objective or special rule. In addition, an army whose warlord has this trait may make an additional reaction during their opponent's movement phase and may select an additional unit of the warlord's chamber militant as part of the detachment. So, let's see. Yeah. Plus one attacks and plus one movement characteristic to a maximum of plus four. Until the end of the controlling player's next turn. Okay. Um... That one's going to be a little more tricky to pull off because what I'm worried about is generally being mortals. They're tough. They're strength three or toughness three rather. Yep. So you got to watch out for a lot of high powered uh, weaponry. That's going to be targeting your warlord, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I guess let's see. Um, I put them in a nice big unit. You know, say four in that unit die. Say to Overwatch. True. Now, also that being said, looking at this rule, she could be removed as a casualty and you still get that plus one until the end of your next phase. Mm-hmm. So, not all is lost, I suppose. But hopefully you don't have an early uh, removal of the character. I mean, just stick the character in a big unit. Yeah, it's true too. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Character, just pass off the wounds to someone else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Outside of, uh, you know, precision shots. Sure. But, I mean, that's a problem no matter what. Fair. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Cool. I'm not, yeah, I'm going to think on that one a little bit more, but uh, so far I really like uh, Maiden of Resolve. And Maiden of Blood, too, is actually just really (laughs) a beastly idea right there. And Maiden of Sorrow, I think, has a lot of potential. Um, Because they're T3 sisters. They they died Overwatch. Yeah. Um, But that matters a little less if once you kill four of them, they're all swinging at plus four attacks. Hmm. It's... I think there's some potential for craziness there. Oh, not for I'm, a long time. I just, I'm looking at this. I'm finally understanding that now it's not just the warlord that has to suffer an unsafe, right? Wound. It's anyone in the unit and you gain mm-hmm. those bonuses. Okay. Okay. They stack up to a plus four. Right. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. This could be a, yeah. You stick in a, in yep. a unit like 20, uh, ladies. Yep. Lose four or five of them, sure. That's quarter yeah. this force. Uh, but now the other 15 are swinging up plus four attacks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And depending on what loadouts they have, that'd be like a bonus plus six attacks on the charge on top mm-hmm. of whatever attacks they have. That is hilarious, actually. All right. I'm digging this. All right. Let's, uh, let's move on into the units. Yeah. Finally, jumping into the units and starting with. The queen herself, Janita Kroll, Knight Commander of the Silent Sisterhood, Chief Investigatus Militant of the Visio Astrotelepathica, the Witch Bane, the Soulless Queen. All good titles. Right? <laughs> um, she nasty. 150 points. Weapon skill six. Strength three, toughness three, three wounds. Initiative five, four attacks. Mm-hmm. Leadership 10, 2-up save. Um, on the defense, she's got the Onyx Cloak, which gives her a 4-up uh, invuln, increasing to 3-up against weapons with the uh, Template or Blast special rule. Uh, additionally, she counts as being 6 inches further away against shooting attacks. That does say uh, enemy is with night vision, and Primarchs ignore that effect. Okay. Yeah. Like a lot of the uh, those war gear items do. Yeah. Uh, in terms of weapons, she's swinging the Sword of Oblivion, which is strength plus two, bringing it up to strength five. AP one. Two handed, murder strike five up, duelist's edge one. Mm-hmm. That's a plus, uh, that would be a plus one initiative in uh, challenges? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right. So strength five, AP one. She's got a bunch of special rules. Highlights. She is Chamber of, Chamber of Oblivion. Mm-hmm. Unsurprising. Fleet 2. Scout. Fearless. Um, so if you embed her in, say, a squad of random mortals running around the Siege of Terra, uh, the penalties she would give them don't matter. Uh, and because she's in the unit, they're now fearless. Yep. <laughs> uh, but then you can't go to also, ground. <laughs> right? Additionally, she's fear one. So any corrupted units you run across, uh, got to deal with that as well. Mm-hmm. Well, it's corrupted gives you mean to fear. I don't believe uh, so. I don't know. I'm pretty Excellent. sure they do not. Nope. Excellent. Yes, Minus because three. you still have to take morale checks, and but you just lose uh, extra wounds if you fail them instead of falling gotcha. back in close combat with corrupted anyway. Yeah. 
Speaking of corrupted, she has hatred, psyker, demon, corrupted, and traitor. She hates a lot of stuff. She hates so many things. She has precision strikes, five up. Precision shots, five up. uh, With an Archaeotech pistol, by the way. Independent character, loyalist, and then her special warlord trait, the soulless queen. But before we get to that, we also have the special rule, Ex Oblivio. That's the big one. Yeah. That's the special that's, rule. That's what you've probably heard of. That's going to be probably the reason why you want a sister's allied detachment, if we're being honest. Okay. So what does that Ex give Oblivio. us? At the start of any combat in the assault phase, before the beginning of initiative step 10, the controlling player of a model with a special rule may declare its use. When used, roll a d6 and select a single enemy model in base contact with the model that has the special rule, including a model that is engaged in a challenge with that model. That enemy model must reduce its weapon skill to one for the remainder of the current player turn. Ooh. If the dice roll results in a two to six, then there's no further effect. If it rolls a one, then the model with a special rule suffers a single wound that cannot be saved, cover saved, invuln saved, or damage mitigated. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. So that's really good. <laughs> you want to take on, say, I don't know, Lucius. Weapon skill one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a dreadnought bullying your poor defenseless sisters. Well, it's now weapon skill one. <laughs> the enemy, enemy warlord. Worth it. Tasty, tasty victory points. Mm-hmm. Weapon skill one. Draw them into a challenge. Yep. And it's just oblivious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, God. Now, I'm sorry, you mentioned, so it activates it, and what kind of uh, save? Do they have to make it a morale check, or what? They just... None. Oh, they just, they just suffer they just, it. They, they just take it. <laughs> uh, it basically has gets hot. Yeah. Um... So she might take some damage when she does it, but yeah. that unit is still a weapon skill one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now is it the unit or the model? A uh, model. Excuse okay. me, I misspoke. That's all right. Still doesn't matter because yeah. you're not going to be wasting this on no. anything that's not going to be a, a threat. No, you're sending her straight towards the biggest badass on the other team mm-hmm. and making them trip over their own sword. Charge in. Because she's got, yeah, fleet two. Mm-hmm. Charge she'll, in. Ch- challenge, challenge. I offer a challenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, well, that's boy. assuming you're not taking her in an allied detachment with, say, Sigismund. Yeah. Although, now that I think about it, you don't necessarily have to have challenge if you play your cards right. Mm-hmm. And if your opponent has stuff in the front, because she has precision strikes. Mm-hmm. Uh, she won't be able to ex oblivio if she's not touching them. Right. Uh, but what but I'm she saying, can hit sitting back and uh, precision strike people. Yeah. Oof. But if you manage to catch your opponent off guard and they have their HQ unit out on the uh, outside line, you can still, have, you can still ruin no. their day a bit. That's cool. Yeah. She's the queen. She's good. Yep. 150 points for all that. Yeah, yeah, I, I think 150 comes from that strength and toughness of three. Yep. 
and that three wounds it's and it, they're big drawbacks yes but if you can keep her alive she'll do some work for you mm-hmm. looks like she's got a lot of stuff to keep her alive uh-huh. i saw the cool thing with the onyx cloak as well like if anyone attacks with a barrage weapon oh yeah uh, treated as if it was line uh, out of line of sight yeah regardless of a uh, if she is or not right so that's rolling the full uh, uh rolling the full scatter die right i believe so yeah cool so her warlord trait the soulless queen um if any enemy army taking part in the battle includes any models with the demon unit type or the psyker or corrupted unit subtype Janita Kroll and all units in the same detachment that include at least one model with the Silent Sisterhood special rule gain the preferred enemy, psychers, demons, and corrupted special rule for the duration of the battle. Wow. Okay. Um, If there are no models with the demon unit type or the psyker or corrupted unit types in any enemy army, Janita Kroll and any three units from the same detachment instead gain the infiltrate special rule. Um, in addition, uh, an army with Janita Kroll, its warlord increases its reaction allotment by plus one in the assault phase. Um, and can select an additional two units from the chamber of oblivion as part of the same detachment. Preferred enemies. Good. Yeah. And you don't see it a lot. I've noticed, uh, lately. Not this edition, yeah. Not it, much of it right now. It's out there, but not as much as it seems like it used to be. Yeah, and she gives it to as a loyalist, so many dudes. And, yeah, and seeing yeah. typically as you're playing a loyalist, you're bound to come across at least some traitor army that will have corrupted, maybe demon. Yeah. There's a good chance psyker. And if you don't, okay, half the army gets infiltrate. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Honestly, I'm not impressed by a lot of character warlord traits, uh, but this one's good. I like this one. Yes. It's nice when they have the, uh, just the force multiplier. Yeah. Especially one that affects the entire army or at least a detachment anyway. Right. All right. Um, let's say you don't play with named characters. Say you like playing with just your dudes or in this case, your ladies. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have the Knight Abyssal. She's same same general idea, but generic and less intense. Uh, she is a zero to one choice. It's worth noting. Mm-hmm. Eighty five points. Stat line is similar, but a little worse. Um, still weapon skill six and ballistic skill six. So actually, a slightly a better ballistic skill than uh, Janisha. Funny enough. Oh hey, that's funny. Yeah, but uh, let's see. Huh. Other than that, actually, it's got a slightly better, except for slightly better. Okay. It's actually a slightly better. It's a slightly better profile. Wild. Um, This one just shoots better. (laughs) However, she does not get the fancy blade nor the fancy cloak. Uh, Instead, she has a void skill cloak, uh, which is, I believe, four pinballs. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Um, artificer armor and an execution blade. Uh, execution blades are two handed 
power swords that are plus two strength. Okay. Um, they're going to come up a lot in this arm, this list, so <clears throat> they've now been explained. Uh, under, under special rules, Chamber of Oblivion, Fleet, Fearless, uh, Hatred, Psychers, Demons, Corrupted, Precision Strikes, 5 up, Precision Shots, 5 up, Ex Oblivio, Loyalist, Independent Character. They got the Ex Oblivio too. Woo. Hmm. It's pretty good. Uh, the Void Scale Cloak is a 5 up that increases to 3 up against mm-hmm. Templar Blast Weapons, by okay. the way. 5 up in Mold. Yes. Okay. And the Void Sheen is a 6 up to a, and it increases to 4 up. Yep. Okay, against blaster templates. So, okay. Good to know. So, she starts with an execution blade. You can trade that for power weapon, charnable weapon, paragon blade, or a Proteus Neurolash. Uh, do you have that handy? Proteus Neurolash? Yeah. Stand by. Notice the paragon blade's uh, 10 points, too. Yes. Granted, it's not as powerful because they're not as strong. Yeah. Uh, Plus one strength gets you to strength four. Gotcha. The Proteus Neurolash is a strength plus three melee two-handed deflagrate weapon. So basically a Volkite whip, basically. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cool. The AP is dash, though. Mm, There you go. Yeah. But still. She becomes a maiden of blood or a maiden of sorrow and then swing in. Let's see. You can max up to eight attacks plus one on the charge. It's a two-handed weapon, so she would have a total of nine attacks. If uh, yeah, yeah, if it was at the full uh, stacked uh, complement of bonuses uh, against some mortals, doubles yeah. them out. Yep, that'd be a bad day. <laughs> it's definitely great melee weapon. <laughs> Wild. Yeah, I'm I'm planning on converting at least one HQ with that just just for the cool factor. Yeah, for sure. And again, Chamber of Oblivion. But uh, yeah, like much like a good chunk cheaper than Janisha. Yep. But uh, still 85 points base. Yeah. Versus 150. Yeah. And you can add some things here and there. But honestly, you probably unless you want to get mastercrafted, which honestly is never a bad choice. Yeah. Um, um, I've been running uh, Night Abyssal. With uh, Paragon Blade, Mastercrafted. Yeah. Um, 105 points. Yeah. Fearless, uh, Ex Oblivio. <laughs> that Ex Oblivio is so A good so mortal nice. profile. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, cannot complain. Sounds like a good time. All right. Then we have, as the third HQ unit, we have the Knight. That is still too expensive, though. We yeah. Have the Knight which is kind of the Centurion equivalent, uh, yeah. though it doesn't have the specializations. Um, this time I'm going to check. And yeah, this one does actually have a worse profile. Yeah. <laughs> but only slightly. Only slightly. And has the same war gear. Same save. Mm-hmm. Um, the precision strikes are on sixes instead of fives. Uh, is not fearless. Does have ex oblivio. Yeah. She does have stubborn though. Ah, so she does. Yep, so good catch. Not a bad thing. And yeah. at leadership nine, at stubborn. Honestly, yeah, 
it's not going to make too much more of a difference. So here's where it makes a difference. Yeah. That ally detachment. Uh-huh. Because uh, as an ally detachment, you don't put the Knight Abyssal with a sister's unit. You stick it in your elite Astartes unit. Mm-hmm. Um, they get a minus two leadership, but she's fearless, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, stick a nice Centura in a unit. Um, I forget if Stubborn confers or not, but even if it does, it's still a minus leadership. Mm-hmm. Of, of the squad. Um, well, true, but if she's in there as the HQ, she'd still have the highest uh, leadership. Yeah, that's true. So, may not be bad. I think the problem would be, well, we'll have to think on how that one would, would interact, but... I'll also say I have failed a lot of Leadership 9 uh, <laughs> checks. It does a happen. A lot of them. It does happen. At least a quarter of the time. Yeah. More often than that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so she cannot take a uh, Paragon Blade, but that still has other access. big difference. Yeah. But does have access to the power weapon, a charnable weapon, or again, the Proteus Neuro Lash. And comes with the Execution Blade if you want to stick with that. Mm-hmm. Which isn't a bad, bad idea. Mm-hmm. You could take a Hand Flamer for free. A uh, needle pistol for five points, or a plasma or archaeotech for ten each, but can also take a mastercrafted uh, upgrade yep. to one of her weapons. So, if you want to mastercraft that bolt pistol, go right for it. Yeah. All in all, not bad for a starting price of fifty-five points. Yeah, that that ex oblivio, like it reminds me from the first edition with the. Uh, the astropath or the navigator Mm -hmm. where you got that one trick pony. Who's really weak, but you get him in that right position and causes a lot of trouble and a lot of fun. And this feels very similar to that. Yes. Cause being able to just reliably kick that off before the fight even starts is pretty good. Yes. (laughs) Bad news is it's unless I missed something in my earlier readings. That is the last we will see of X Oblivio. Okay. Yeah. This is where they get off. Yeah. This, oh. this is where we change uh, themes slightly with our first Chamber of Judgment HQ. The appropriately okay. named Silent Judge. <laughs> 55 points. Weapon skill, ballistic skill, 5. Still just th- strength, 3. Toughness, 3. 3 wounds. Initiative, 5. 3 attacks. Leadership, 9. 2 up save. Mm-hmm. Um, does have... Some weird work here, though. Um, Jesse, do you mind looking up the Excrucia Armatus? Armatus? Excrucia Armatus. An enemy unit may not declare a reaction to shooting attacks or charges made by a unit that includes one or more models with the Excrucia Armatus. However, enemy units that include one or more models with the Fearless or Stubborn rule ignore this effect. And in addition, if an army includes one or more models with an excruciata armatus, then the Slay the Warlord secondary objective is worth an additional victory point. Very, very interesting. Yep, so it's Fluff mentions it's a complex array of restraints and excruciation tools. And uh, the sight of its gruesome implements displayed by the silent judges is a promise of retribution to the enemies of the Emperor. So it's just basically a big old torture, uh, <laughs> torture yep. device. Just roaming around. Big old, just 
torture bag. Yeah. Carrying it around. I like uh, having the enemy unit not be able to make a reaction to shooting or charges. Yup. That's huge. Return fire, overwatch, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty major. Yes. You don't get Exoblivio. You do get that, though. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's actually really cool. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, you also get a Spectre Cloak, which, again, when targeted by a shooting attack, you count as six inches further away. Okay. Um, night Vision can negate that, of course. Uh, Primarchs, all, all the usual things. Yep. Um, that then, we're used to seeing with those rules, uh, but it's still a really good rule. Yep. And still, again, uh, barrage weapons roll their max dice. Yep. Which is really handy. Granted, you don't see much barrage these days now, but still. Got that one jerk with the frag missile launcher. Um, and the last weird piece of war gear I want to talk about that they have is the distort field. Whenever targeted by a shooting attack, the range between um, attacking the unit and a unit containing one or more models with a distort field is considered to be six inches further away. Hmm. Okay. Um, Hold on. Okay, so with both the distort field and the spectra cloak, that then... Does that stack to be minus 12 to the range? Um, or plus 12, I guess. So we're talking, okay. So with the distort field and the spectra cloak. Yeah, further. And the spectra cloak. It's weird. It's kind of hard to say. Because they both say six inches further than the actual range between the two units. Huh. So it doesn't seem like you'd get an additional. I don't think it would stack the way it reads, like in my head. It'd be very weird that for them to have both items, though. Huh. Well, maybe it'll be FAQ'd. Maybe. Uh, yeah, the distort field also gives you the invulnerable save against melee attacks with a six up. And a five up invulnerable against shooting attacks. Okay. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. yeah, other than that, it still gives you all the same uh, benefits. Very strange. Very interesting. Yeah. Well, like, I feel like, yeah, with them both, you feel like they would, but it's that wording where they're considered to be six inches further than the actual range. Yeah. That's, that's the part that's hanging me up. And it doesn't say, like, an additional six inches from what is being targeted or from the distance targeted or something of that nature. I don't know. Unless uh, one specifies unit and one special specifies model. You know, you get six inches if they're in a unit, Mm. 12 inches if they're solo. No, they both mention uh, units. Yeah. Huh? So I don't know. Kind of hard to say. Yeah, hard to say. I guess we shouldn't dwell on it since we don't have an answer. (laughs) But yeah, something to think Um, about and something to talk to your opponent about at first. Because honestly, I could see it being played both ways. Yeah. Um, And uh, you will be getting at least six inches out of it. So yeah, good either way. (laughs) Just uh, if it's 12 inches. Yeah. 
fantastic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I noticed also here um, compression tanks. Yeah. Uh, so compression tanks are usable uh, once per game and add two to the strength of a uh, flamer weapon. Oh, well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yep. And they can also get a Mastercrafted rule, uh, special rule for 10 points. Yep. Compression um, tanks, five points. They come base with two bolt pistols. Uh, they can trade those out for a hand flamer, needle pistol, plasma pistol, archaeotech pistol. Uh, but they can also take a flamer, heavy flamer, vitrine grenade launcher, which is basically a grenade launcher with psycho grenades as an option, mm-hmm. or an adrathic destructor, which we should go through the profile of. Yeah, I, I thought that was a uh, custodian weapon. It is. Before. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Uh, they they lended one out to their uh, less liked uh, talon buddies. Athletic destructor. Athletic destructor is twelve inch range, strength five, AP three, assault one, instant death, armor bane ranged, gets hot. Okay, what was that total range? 12 inches. Okay. Short, but... Uh, it's a melted gun that gets yeah. armor bane at its full range. Oh, it gets at full range. Yep. That is just armor bane ranged, not melta. Oh, armor bane. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, I take that back. Uh, it's slightly lower strength, being a base strength of five. Okay. So... Yeah, still not blasting. Well... No, I mean, with it being armor bane, you still get, you can still do some You'll damage. You'll still blow away vehicles. You won't automatically blow away vehicles like you a little bit do with Melta. Well, it's AP3 too, right? Yes. So you so won't be able to blow That's a good point. Up. You won't yeah. blow them up either. Um, on the other hand, you do have instant death. So it's still good for taking out infantry models. Mm-hmm. Then with instant death, probably still be a, well, still be AP3, but it's probably one of the more uh, handier weapons against dreadnoughts that you have in this uh, particular Mm -hmm. army list as well. Yep. One of the few. Mm -hmm. Um, All in all, uh, an interesting little uh, HQ unit and your go-to if you want to include Chamber of Judgment units in your army. Uh Uh-huh. Which brings us to... Yeah. Uh... Silent Fury. Silent Fury, a new one. Yeah. So the sisters now have bikes. Yeah. I'm really excited to see the models here in the future. Um, yeah, Silent Fury on page uh, 47. It's running yeah. at 65 points. Has an 18-inch movement base. I'm assuming that takes from the Aaron Yes jet bike. Yep. Uh, weapon skill and ballistic skill of five. Strength, toughness, and wounds of three, initiative five, three attacks, and leadership nine, two of save. Get your standard array of war gear from bolt pistols, a close combat weapon this time, uh, frag, crack, and psych out grenades, uh, distortion field, or distort field, uh, the aforementioned jet bike, and artificer armor. Silent Sisterhood Chamber of Judgment. You get fleet plus one, just in case you uh, were worried about getting extra bonuses <laughs> to your charge. Um, yeah, <laughs> stubborn. Yeah. 
relentless uh, hatred of Psyker's Demons Incorrupted. Precision strikes and shots on a six-up. You can deep strike. You can outflank. She is an independent character loyalist. And upgrade options are what we've seen before on the minor characters. Uh, with the addition of the uh, jet pike, can replace its snare cannon with a needle cannon or a drathic destructor. Oh. I will take the snare cannon if you want to look up the needle cannon. Yeah. Trying to find it right now. Go ahead. Snare cannon. I guess that might be a. There you go. Here, needle cannon is a 24 inch range. Strength 2, AP dash. Heavy four, poison three up, and pinning. Got the handy pinning. Yep. And the snare cannon is 18 inch range, strength seven, heavy three, entangle two. Now, I think entangle is new for this book. Um, believe Have you seen right. it before? Um, whenever I hear entangle, all I can think of is Necromunda. So, nah. But let um, me see here. Well,. Uh, an attack with this special rule does not roll to wound using normal ru- rules, uh, but instead compare the attack strength to the target strength. Um, b- basically using the strength char- characteristic in place of their toughness on the wound table. So instead okay. of it being strength versus toughness, it's strength versus strength. Okay. Um, uh, if you inflict wounds with this weapon, you don't make armor saves or damage mitigation rolls. Um, Okay. Instead, uh, for each wound inflicted, you reduce the movement characteristic of all models in the target unit by the number in brackets. Hmm. So it was entangled two. Each wound, you subtract two from the unit's movement uh, to a minimum minimum of one. Oh wow! Okay, so it's cumulative. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh wow! Um, That's huh. This is okay. one of the tricks that might make Sisters Armies viable. Yeah. Um, you, you're going to have trouble matching the starties, but you're quick and you can pin them in place. <laughs> yep. And what was. Okay. Yeah. Snare. Okay. So this is the base weapon on the, the snare cannon is yep. comes default with that bike. Okay. That's actually kind of cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and is it. And sorry, one last time. And that's uh, they t- suffer that penalty for the, for the game turn, or do they? How long do they suffer that movement penalty until the end of the controlling player's next turn? Okay. Wow. Yep. So the, the opponent will have a full, at least a full turn to not be able to use that. Yep. Unless you fire it in a reaction, and then they've got to suffer through all that. Well, they w- would have already moved by that point, so. If you're going to shoot that in their turn, they would have already have moved. So the, but, yeah. um, but if you do it so, as for turn fire, yeah, you can also, uh, reduce their chances to charge as well. Yep. Actually, is there any, uh, do you get penalties for going slower than seven inches or seven inches? I think so. It's been a minute since I actually had a look at that table. Cause everything I run moves, you know, seven or eight inches. Yeah. So you're glad we had a core rule book out, right? Uh, one to four is minus one. Okay. There you yeah. go. Um, and if, you know, they are moving faster, like probably bad example because they're high strength, but dreadnoughts, um, 
you can knock them from being a plus one to charge to a minus one to charge. Yeah. We've mentioned a uh, psych out grenades, uh, psych out grenades have the special rules psych shock. So any uh, unit that includes at least a model with one psyker or a demon that suffer an unsafe wound also suffer perils of the warp. And it doesn't stack. They can only suffer once one instance of perils per attack. I said perils is pretty simple, simplistic now, but also it's automatic wounds. So pretty handy. Um, let's see, man, we have a bunch of HQ units in this army. (laughs) Yes. Um, we are near the end though. Uh, We're done with most of the actual HQs. Uh Next up is retinue. Okay. So taking it away, the Questora cadre, 65 points, three ladies, their retinue, chosen warriors, um, two wounds, two attacks, uh, weapon skill five. Not going to go into too much detail because they're pretty much what you would expect from, a, you know, a retinue squad. Yeah. So notice they're a, they have a Varantine bolter. Uh, right. Uh, Varantine bolters are uh, 18 inch range. But have psych out. Again, handy against psychers. <laughs> yep. Just suffer suffering perils. Also should mention that they also have line as a uh, as a retinue. Or they, they have the line uh, unit subtype as well. Oh which, hey, they do. Which is handy. Uh, which I found most retinues do, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um so does the next Retinue squad, the uh, Raptora cadre. Um, very similar situation uh, with the significant difference of whereas the Questora are, you know, equipped with those uh, routine bolters and more built towards uh, range combat, the Raptora are more geared towards close combat. Mm-hmm. Also of important note is up to two models in the unit can exchange their execution blades for power fists. Um, they can also exchange them for neuro lashes, but the power fist is more important because you don't get many of those in this army. I was about to say, I, I don't think I've ever seen a sister with a power fist and now I want to see one with a power fist. Yeah. Ready for the big bonk. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. And we have the Night Vestial Covenant. The first of our elites. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is zero one, and I'm gonna be honest, very strange. Yeah, it's a single uh, it's a single model. Yep. For 35 points. You can get up to two additional Knights Vestal. Um and the reason you're gonna take these ladies, or think about it anyways, is they each have an Arthesium. Ah, okay. They are apothecaries. Huh. However, uh, their vigilant covenant rule reads thus. When deployed onto the battlefield, either at the start of the battle or when arriving from reserves, all models with the special rule and a unit must be placed within unit coherency, but afterwards operate independently and are not treated as a unit. Hmm. So you don't embed them in squads at the start of the game. You deploy them like dreadnought talons. And then they have to run to go join a unit. Huh. Yeah. 
see that characters, independent characters. I mean, I guess technically you could. So it must be placed within unit coherency. So you could attach like. I'm not sure how that works. I guess you could attach them to a unit and just make sure that they're all within. Yeah. It, it reads a little weird. Can be on, honest. I think it. I think it plays poorly. Hmm. It's going to be tough to actually make use of these ladies. I think. Yeah, because with the zero to one, you can only choose one. And if you want to have, does does their Narthesium help out other uh, allied units like uh, Astartes? I would assume so. I would think so too. Yeah, they'd have to join the uh, unit. They just got to run real quick and over. Then, uh, they do have leadership nine and stubborn. So like yeah, that. a two up armor save. Yeah. Um, not bad. I guess it is a little weird. It is a little weird. going to say it. I'd be all about it. If it wasn't for that weird deployment rule. Yeah. But with initiative five and movement st- six, I mean, you can still run them two at wounds, the start. Two attacks, leadership nine, two up save. Yeah. <laughs> It is weird, but I can see you deploy three of these guys. Um, they're light, so they get bonuses to cover. Again, as far as uh, they got two bolt pistols, not a lot of uh, outward uh, aggressiveness. Yeah. But you deploy them three, and then like in the center of your deployment zone, and then just kind of like, all right, and break, and spread out at the start of the game, and just attach to a... Uh, random uh, units which and i feel like that's even worse because this army has so much outflank and infiltrate i wonder if this allows you hey i gotta check the rules for narthesium does this allow you to like deploy into terminator units unlike apothecarian detachments can uh, stand by i like I, i'm just saying yeah, it's kind of weird I'm, like i'm not like i'm not sure it doesn't but that's a pretty deep rabbit hole yeah, all models, all right, Narthesium, all models with the infantry or cavalry unit types in a unit that includes at least one model with a Narthesium gain feel no pain five up. And units that do not include, units that include more than a single Narthesium do not stack the feel no pain and gain no additional benefit. And models with the artillery subtype are not affected by the special rule and do not gain the feel no pain special rule just in case you're trying to uh, heal up your quad mortar. Um, yeah, dude, I'm pretty sure you can just Run, run one of these knights. Just wait for me, guys, and then just jump in with the Terminator squadron, and then suddenly you have five up, feel no pain. I'm not gonna lie, that feels like an oversight. Can I have some of my sisters back? No. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap! Okay. Oh wow! Uh-oh. Okay. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm going to paint some sisters again now. <laughs> Looking at my Cenobites over there. Don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, uh, yeah, sworn sworn brothers, right? Yeah. 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 Character, light, independent character. Independent character. Um, yeah, she'll talk. Mm. <laughs> well, now. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's move on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bread and butter elites now. All right. These are the Oblivion Knights. There we go. Start up five models, 100 points. Move six, weapon skill five. 
ballistic skill four, strength two, toughness three, or sorry, strength three, toughness three. Only one wound, unfortunately. Initiative four, two attacks. Leadership eight, nine on the mistress. Three up saves. Um, these are your sword wielding elites. Uh, they have void chain cloaks, which give you that six up invuln. They have precision strikes, six up. Fleet one, stubborn. Uh, Hatred, psychers, demons corrupted. And are, of course, Chamber of Oblivion. Mm-hmm. Um, become stock with the execution blades. Uh, as a reminder, that's strength plus two. Two-handed power swords. So, pretty good shopping. Yeah. You can take up to five additional Oblivion Knights for 15 points each. The entire unit may exchange their execution blades for power weapons, charnable weapons, or neural lashes for free. Um, and the mistress can take a hand flamer, needle pistol, or plasma pistol. Now, Jesse, what don't you see? You're going to have to help me out here. There is no way to give the Oblivion Knight Mistress artificer armor. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Huh. There are initiative four. Mm. Okay. So my experience with these ladies is you run them into a, an Astartes unit. Both units swing. Both units die. Okay. Because they are T3, one wound, three up three save. Three up save. Yeah. It's going to be real important to get that Night Mistress in a challenge with the Sergeant who, you know, if they have the power weapon, is just going to cleave through your entire squad. Fair. Because yeah. it's a little rough, a little rough. A little rough. Um, and that is, unfortunately, a pattern we're going to see. Lack of artificer armor. Okay. Um, and is honestly one of my biggest complaints with them as an army. You just don't have two-up saves. And two-up saves already have- keep you alive. Yeah, because you already have toughness three, which is bad enough. Right. On top of that, you can't get the two up safe. Yeah. Um, And I guess maybe the thinking was that the six up invuln would help with that. Um, Not enough. No, no. No. (laughs) For sake. Okay, one in six models that just got cleaved by a power sword are fine, but uh, then the unit runs (laughs) and gets swept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, painful. That being said, two attacks, decent weapons, weapon skill five. If you ignore the survivability issue, they do work. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a matter of uh, opportunity for Mistress of Sorrow. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's why yep. I was harping on it a little. It's going to be real easy to get that in this list. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> Some of these you're going to have to lean on your warlord traits to mm-hmm. get like the four up, feel no pain. Yeah. Granted, that's once a game. So some of these, some of these are. And your T3. So any strength six weapons gonna, are just instant deathing you anyway. Yeah. Which is, there's a lot of strength six weapons. Yeah. Yeah. To get that errant auto cannon on you and then you're done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rending. Well, I guess I didn't need that. Yeah. All right. Okay. Next up in the elites is the Eradicator Cadre. Um, 
they are a similar idea to the Oblivion Knights, but they shoot things. Um, mm-hmm. Only one attack. Uh, leadership 7 and 8. Uh, and weapon skill, ballistic, ballistic skill 4 up. Uh, they have precision shots 6 up. Um, okay. All the stuff you'd expect. Chamber of Vigilance. So you can take as many of these as you want. Yep. Uh, and they come with uh, fratrine bolters. Yep. So to psych um, out bolters. Yep. And Dirt each cheap. model in the unit can exchange their fratrine bolter for a minor or magna combi, combi weapon. Okay. For five or ten points. Not hating it. Yep. Not bad. You can infiltrate them with chamber of vigilance. Mm-hmm. They, they can do a thing. Get ten combi volkite. Mm-hmm. Pretty respectable. Or uh, put some combi melta or combi plasma onto a dreadnought. True. Or yeah, you can mix and match, obviously, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can also take augury scanners and nuncio boxes. Okay. Again, hands handy if you're infiltrating. Yep. Um, and, you know, base price 65 points for five. Additional models are 10 each. Yep. Like the compression tanks that you can grab in case you decide to take a combi flamer. Yep. Yeah. Um, still no artificer armor. No, no, um, no. But otherwise no complaints. They're, they're interesting. Yeah. St- so it's interesting. The eradicator mistress can, may take any of the following. It doesn't mm. say any one of the following. So does that mean? Could give her two hand flamers. That's what the way it looks. Plasma pistols. That's the way it reads. I don't know if that's intended or not, but yeah. it seems like a. I don't know. There, at such at such a at such a cheap unit, feels like you're probably allowed to be a little more. Uh, and they they like a, their sisters dual wielding pistols. Yes, and <laughs> that's right. And it's not like it's um, honestly, it's not like you're going to turn this into an OP unit anyway when you give them two needle pistols. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're T3 with the free up save. Two hand flamers, compression Ooh. tanks. Watch out. All right. right. All right. Moving on to our yep. first troop unit. The prosecutor cadre. 65 points for five models. They have line. Um, other than that, everything you'd expect. Note that they do have stubborn still. Um, so, when your uh, unit has to test to break, they will at least be doing it at full leadership. But prosecutors are your standard bolter girls. They got bolters. Yep. You can have up to 10 additional prosecutors at 10 points each. Uh, the entire squad may exchange bolt guns for a pair of bolt pistols for free or can take assault needlers for plus five points. All right. An assault needler. I got to check this out. Okay. Uh, also, up to two models in the unit can exchange their bolters for a snare gun, uh, which is similar to the weapon I described before, but just with snare one instead of snare two. Yep. And strength five, assault three. Okay. Um, let's see. What was I looking for again? Yeah, assault needler. There we go. Yep. Uh, yeah, assault needler is 18-inch range, strength two, assault three, poison three up, pinning. Again, nice little area to get some pinning on there. Mm-hmm. We we love pinning, and the more area, the more shutting down units like that sisters can do, the better. Yeah, and while it's AP dash, 
heavy or an assault three weapon for five points each with a chance to pin poison three up. Yeah, I'd be stacking quite a few of them with assault needlers. I think that'd be a good way to go. Uh, it does say the entire unit made. Oh, exchange. okay. Yep, so yep. you'd be doing it for all of them. Well, that's honestly not the end of the world either. No. It's got a good output, 18 inch yeah. range. Uh, that gives you five for 90 points. Yeah. My mental math is right. Their base price being six, 65 points. Yeah. Um, yep, 90 points. Yep. For. Yeah, not hating it. One of them can take an Augury Scanner. One can take an Unsuavox. The Mistress can take Power Weapon, Charm Bull Weapon, Hand Flammer, Needle Pistol, Plasma Pistol. Mix and match. Yep. Collect uh, them all. Again, no Artificer Armor. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> the, the biggest upside to these ladies is that they are 65 points. Yeah. That is your tax for getting Ex Oblivio allied into your army. <laughs> pay 65 points you can then get two hqs that'll do something yeah now i noticed we have we're, we're going to get to them here but uh this unit and oh yeah i've been missing dedicated transports yeah so the uh previous elite units can take the dedicated transport yep except for the well, night vestual yeah the rectora and the uh questora cadres could also take it as well yep which we're getting close to them, I think. Yes. Uh, yeah. Coming up on the Karen pattern, Quizzler, which mm-hmm. will be notable. But first, we have the Vigilator Cadres. Oh, uh, sorry. Prosecutor Cadres are Chamber of Vigilance. Right. So as many as you want. As many as you want, and you can infiltrate them. Gotcha. Vigilator Cadres are also... No, they aren't. The Chamber no, of Oblivion. Nope. I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, for some reason, the Vigilators are not chamber, chamber of Vigilance. But, hey. So you need an Oblivion HQ unit sake. So Yes. Which, again, not the end of the world if you take a real cheap uh, 55 point. I think you want them to for 55 points. Yeah. Um, but also, they're, the Oblivion HQs are really good, so you're probably taking them anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vigilator Cadres are 65 points. Again, same basic stat line. Uh, except instead of the bolt guns, they've got execution blades. Mm-hmm. Additional vigilators, you can get up to 10 additional for 12 each. Okay. Uh, any model in the unit can exchange its bolt pistol for a hand flamer or a needle pistol. Vigilator mistress can exchange your bolt pistol for a plasma pistol. And her execution blade for power weapon, power fist, neural lash. Okay. Um, Very simple seen, unit. Yeah. Line, a lot of these, stubborn. Yeah. Notice a lot of these are very similar yes. in units, just with slight variant variations mm-hmm. to once the special chamber rule and the war gear. Yep. But for the most part, very similar in ways. It all tends to, I guess, your style of gameplay. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, they're all sisters. They just have different arms. <laughs> <laughs> Much like Space Marines. Yeah. <laughs> all right. The, okay. we got the dedicated transport. The one we've been waiting for. The Car and Pattern Inquisitor. Um, I know a lot of people considered this like the way to, ta- to play Sisters last edition. Um, this edition, it's still real good. Not going to lie. <laughs> 
150 points, 16 inch move, ballistic skill 4, front armor 13, side 12, rear 11, 4 hull points, transport capacity 16. Very cool. Um, it is a vehicle, transport, anti-grav, and fast. Oh, wow, okay. Uh-oh. Anti-grav means it just scoots over terrain. Mm-hmm. No worrying about that tank trap. And fast means that its combat speed is its move speed. And at the risk of damage, it can uh, flat out for twice its movement speed. Yep. So, 32 Z- inches. Zippy little guy. Uh, special rule. Uh, chamber militant is the same as that of the unit for which the model for which this model was selected. It is an assault vehicle. It has night vision. It can deep strike. It can outflank, and it is loyalist. Notice what it does not have. Searchlights. <laughs> nope. It's got night vision instead. It's a superior version. That's what you want. <laughs> yep. Um, it is a fast outflanking assault vehicle. I like it. Uh, so what I've done to great effect with them is you outflank them, you move that 16 inches, you pop out, and you charge. Yeah. It is an assault vehicle, so. Yeah. Um, But if you want to do more than that, uh, it also has a Spectra Distort Shield, uh, which means it counts as six inches further away against shooting attacks. Handy against melted guns. Mm -hmm. It has smoke launchers. And it has two front-mounted Vratrine missile launchers which are missile launchers with the addition of psycho missiles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it has a front mounted Hellion heavy cannon array. Uh, it can choose to trade out that Hellion heavy cannon array for a front mounted twin link multi-melta for no additional cost. Um, and it of course has one access point at the front, uh, yeah. but that heavy Hellion heavy cannon array. Yep. It is 24 inches. Uh, strength seven, AP four, heavy six, and penning. So, not bad. Not bad. Is it twin linked or let's see what we got here? Oh, we have a single heavy cam. So yeah, it'll be a yep, heavy six to begin with. So, yep. okay. Not Man, a bad. Am I gun. going crazy? I'd have to take a look at my older uh, first edition. But wasn't there a rule with this one that could, like you can capture or enemy units, or maybe I'm just like imagining like special uh, narrative rules in my head. It, it might've. Um, I will admit I did not play sisters in first edition, so I'm not super familiar with what the rules were. Yeah. Um, having played it this edition, it's still pretty good. Uh, it's still one of the things that's going to make the sisters work both as their own army and uh, in allied detachments. Uh, that multi melt is one of your one of your few dedicated anti-tank weapons. It's going to be worth a damn. Sure. Um, and the two ways I've used these are either, you know, jumping them around vehicles with the multi-melta, just harassing them and getting them to spin in place uh, as I zip around them. Or you come out of uh, outflank, you blast at a unit, try and pin it so that the, sword unit you just disgorged doesn't get overwatched when they charge. Gotcha. 
Yeah, so um, I was slightly correct. Uh, The uh, first edition had what was called a capture grid. Uh, When a Karen Patter Inquisitor makes a tank shock against an infantry unit and inflicts D6 Strength 5 Hammer Wrath attacks while doing so. And these are made before any Death and Glory attempt. That's hilarious. That's pretty good. Yeah. Thanks again for listening to the Remembrancers Retreat, a Warhammer 30k Horus Heresy podcast. If you enjoy this program, be sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at rr30k podcast. Check out our website, rr30k.com. And if you'd like to support our program, go over to patreon.com forward slash rr30k podcast. Right now, we'd like to thank all of our patrons, starting with our Legion Praetors, Alex Self, Captain Sasquatch, Chad Planisar, Chris Mack, Gardner.TreeWo, Joe from Music City Heresy, Luke Rizzuto, Matthew Boyce, Michael Tisdall, Mr. Baldwick, Nicholas Quenga, Rena the Fluth, Sar Luther, Taco Tuesday or Bus 22 Rock and Roll McDonald's, Variance Hammer, and Zachary Thompson. Our Legion Centurions, Aaron Maynard, Andrew N., Dave Jones, Duncan, Gore Crow, Life Subaquatic, M. Tanzer, Matthew Andreasio, Nick Hilda, Richard Bork, Scott LeMay, The Zoy, Void Imperatrix, and Winter. And finally, our Legion Sergeants, Aircraft Terrier, Wolfarius, Dale Jones, Emily O'Hare, Garrett Lowe, Hard Fries, Jay DeSales, John, Jonathan Crane, Carl, and Noah Atkins. Once again, thank you all for listening. And if you'd like to support us, go over to patreon.com forward slash rr30k podcast. And now we are back going to the show. All right. And Michael's back. And I'm back. Perfect timing. All right. So, so far we have talked about some nasty HQs. Mm-hmm. Some as expected elites and troops. Now it's time to get weird. Let's get weird. Fast attack. Fast attack. We start strong with the pursuer cadre. Stat line. Move six. Weapon skill four. Ballistic skill four. Strength three. Toughness three. One wound. Initiative four. One attack. Two for the mistress. Seven or eight leadership. Save three up. And And they come with bolt pistols and close combat weapons. They're Chamber of Oblivion, Stubborn, Hate Things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so far, very boring. And 65 points. 65 points, yes. And only three models. Uh, for three. Yeah. You can get three more for 10 points each. Cool. You can hand flamers, needle pistols, execution blades. And then you can do fun stuff. You can give them Cyber Mastiffs, Cyber Felidae, Cyber Cayman, or Cyber Raptors. Uh, specifically, you can uh, mix and match. Uh, however, you cannot have more Cyber Beasties than you do actual sisters in the unit. Mm-hmm. Looks like the Cayman is 10 points and everything else is 5 points each. Yeah. Uh, uh, huh. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, there's yeah. So each of these beasts has a different profile. Uh, Je- Jesse, do you think we should read them off? Um, or just well, kind of give highlights? Give a little glance. Uh so I'm curious about the Cayman because it's five points more than all the others. And it looks yeah. like it's due to a better strength and toughness of five as opposed to most others have uh, threes. Right. The massive having a strength four. Cayman is strength five, t- toughness five, two wounds, two attacks. Oh, it's, oh yeah. Five up save. It's a brute. Yeah. The feel of day is faster. 
has has an initiative of five, two attacks, Cyber Mastiff is kind of the average. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Raptor is also quick. Uh, and then they also have special rules. Um, cerebral <laughs> pacifiers mean they don't le- lower their leadership due to the sister's anathema rule. Okay. The Mastiff, Philodae, and Raptor all have Fleet 1. The Mastiff has Furious Charge 1. Okay. The Philodae has Rage 1. Okay. The Cayman has a 5-up Feel No Bane. Hmm. And the Raptor has Shrouded 4-up. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, also, the Cayman is Skirmish. Uh-huh. And the Mastiff, Raptor, and Philodae are Light and Skirmish. All infantry models. Man, I know the Cayman's 10 points each, but honestly, with the extra wound and the additional strength and toughness, it kind of feels worth it. Yeah. The five up regular save, it's got the, you know, better save than most next to the Mastiff. And it has a feel no pain. Uh, Feel no pain, it's going to get against power fists. Yeah. Um, Hmm. Yeah. Um, Doesn't have that much more as far as attack, but honestly, not most of the others really have any either. So, right. Uh, Yeah, I think the Cayman's going to be the winner, but I'm going to be completely honest. I haven't gotten to play this unit yet. I have no idea how it's going to play. Yeah, it's such a weird unit. I love it, Uh, and I look forward to converting up a bunch of uh, an entire zoo, really, of tiny (laughs) little cyber animals. Yeah, that's going to be cool. So you can mix and match. Yeah. I guess they have to stay within the same unit. Incoherency. Huh. Okay. Yeah, that is wild. Yeah. Fucking that sounds wild. fun. Yeah. Uh, they've been around since last edition, and we love them. They're so yeah. weird. Lots of Necromunda models and pets and stuff to uh, probably... That's the other thing. If you're new, not comfortable doing heavy conversions yet, now there's a bunch of Necromonda models you can grab for these. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you can, I think, probably grab them all off the shelf through Necromonda. Uh, might be a little pricey, but you can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I think we're going to get some little plastic toy alligators and <laughs> like start gluing some eye caps on them. Uh, maybe like just random tech spines out the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, either that or like like a crocodile, and go ahead down the green stuff. <laughs> Spray painted a uh, iron or yeah, iron hands mm, or that yeah. leg belcher. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay. All right. Okay. Moving on. Firebrand cadre. Uh, these are kind of your special weapon squad. Uh, you get five of them for seventy points. Um, they start with flamers. They are Chamber of Judgment and have all the usual special rules you expect at this point. Um, any model can take compression tanks for five points each, which is a lot for a one-piece item on you know T3, one-wound, three-up save models, but it, it's there. Yeah, uh, not much different from the others. <laughs> in Zone Mortalis, it could be real good, I mm-hmm. think. But outside of that, I don't know if I'd take it. Uh, but alternately, you can exchange the flamers for uh, vetrine grenade launchers or snare guns. Um, and then you've got the standard suite of upgrades. Yep. 
Yeah, not much different here. No. Everybody has anathema, like to mention. I just noticed it again. So yeah, yeah. We've been we've been skipping kind of the the ones that repeat throughout. Yeah, uh, I just been everyone's just, got anathema. That was for my benefit to just remind myself. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Again, I don't see. Yeah. Yep, there's just they're just the flamer ones. Yep. And honestly, they're, they're the ones wearing the plastic kit. You put the flamers on them. Now, in this case, actually taking the compression tanks is probably a little better benefit than other units where you have to pay for the flamer. Mm-hmm. Actually, do you have to pay for some of them? Some of them you can get for free. I know the hand flamers you can get for free for most of them. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, for the actual flamer, paying for the point sets, maybe not too bad. Also, another thought I had. I mentioned difficulty with dreadnoughts before. Yeah. Flamers, when fired as a reaction, are wall of death. <clears throat> That's right. So D3 hits. Um, flamers are what? Base strength four? Yes. So, so plus two strength on that brings them up to strength six. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if you're getting charged by a dreadnought, or you come around a corner, and, or they come around a corner in Zone Mortalis, mm-hmm. you hit them with D3 hit strength six hits and maybe that'll do something. I think it wounds better <laughs> than most of your army does at least. I mean, it'll wound better than strength four for sure. Yeah. Again, it's only a one shot. Yeah. Is it worth it? I, I'd like to think so, but it's very situational and you know, you're going to lose, you know, you're going to lose models before mm-hmm. you get to use it before. And yeah, again, zone mortalis is where I'm thinking they're going to shine. Yeah. Uh, so in Mortalis, giving them a natural plus one strength on it puts it up mm-hmm. to a strength seven flamer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that might do something. But Probably. I haven't had a chance to put him into Zone Mortalis yet, so I'm not not sure on that. Yeah. It's at one use. Like, yeah. If it would, if it was like a matter of like gaining mm-hmm. extra power and then maybe get like gets hot. Yeah. I feel would probably be a little more viable. Is that? I just hate the fact of five points for one shot. shot. They're fragile models. Not a fragile unit. You're dropping. Yeah. You know, again, it's not like it's a lot of points in the grand scheme, but it will add up when you start adding mm-hmm. stuff together. And you know you're going to lose a, quite a few of them before you even get to use that special rule. So you're kind of like throwing points away to some extent. Yeah. But again, they're dirt cheap. So it's 70 points for the model base. So. Yeah, I've, I've spent money on worse. <laughs> I've spent points on worse for sure. I put chain swords in, on all my tacticals. Oh. No, I, I just pay for it because I refuse to not remove the chain swords off my other models. Yeah, <laughs> my first yeah. edition boys. And you know what? With Deathwing, it works great. Fair enough. To be fair, I've also had good luck with the chain swords on my tacticals. But yeah. boy, does that make them expensive. Yes, it does. It feels, yeah, it does. All right. <laughs> All right. Yep. But moving on into the weird, again, we have a new unit, the Subjugator Cadre, okay. starting at 105 points. Uh, they've got three up saves, leadership seven, eight, one attack, uh, going to two for the mistress, initiative four, two wounds, strength three, T3, weapon skill four, BS4, and move 18. That's right. They're bikers. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom. Uh, they all have Ernie's jet bikes, um, which I realized we mentioned before, but didn't really go into. Uh, 
And Irene's jet bike hat comes with a snare cannon base uh, and is an anti-grav bike. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition, model with an Irene's jet bike gains a shrouded six special rule on any turn in which it's moved or shrouded five up if it, ha- if it runs. So six up shrouded if you move, five up if you run. Yeah, bad. Uh, also, you can deep strike, outflank. Mm-hmm. You still hate everything. Not not everything, but lots of things. Yeah, uh, you have firing protocols too. Still stubborn, and chamber of judgment. Uh, you can take up to seven more for a total of ten in the unit at twenty five points each. You can replace the snare cannon with a needle cannon or a drastic destructor. Um. And the mistress can take the usual range of upgrades, including a power fist. Okay. Again, no two up save. Yep. Um, I got two wounds. That helps a little bit. Yeah. But a little bit. 25 points. It'll, it'll save you from bolters. Yeah. A little bit better, but anything bigger than that. Really, I think you're taking them for the 18-inch movement and the snare weapons cannons. they can mount on their bikes. Yep. The snare cannons are probably a good bet. Snare cannons. Honestly, needle cannons do good. True. The Adrathic Destructors give you some heavy hitters. Yeah, but those are 10 points each. Uh, you're, you're not wrong. But you are really stupid fast. So if you're going for like just a kamikaze unit to go in yeah. and mess up some stuff before they get blown up, I can think of worse ways to do that. Also... Everything in this army list has been cheap. Yeah. With both this and the fuel tanks, you're like, still struggling to find a way to fill out that army. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> that's true. I haven't. Yeah, I have to put a list together. I probably like all right. Take one of each unit, and you still have barely scratched a thousand points base. Yeah. <laughs> They're so cheap, and, and you can take ch- small squads if you want. Um, now this is also chamber of judgment. So you do need to have the applicable HQ. Yes. If you're going heavy on oblivion HQs for that ex oblivio, you will not be able to take them. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. All right. (laughs) Next up in the fast fast attack slot to annoy people who uh, are very mad about where this unit isn't. We have the termite assault drill. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Rock and roll. Termite. and roll. It's a termite. Uh, This one is loyalist only. Uh, It is also a chamber of vigilance. I, it's a debt. Oh, I I guess it's not a dedicated transport, but it's in the sisters of silence. Army list. Fast tech. Why does it have loyalist? Why, why does the termite have loyalty? (laughs) Because it's screwed by, 100% 100% pure sisters of silence. <laughs> <laughs> but, but okay. <laughs> maybe that maybe there's like some benefits to that. that I haven't noticed yet, but it, I, I think it's just loyalist because lo- loyalist because the entire army is loyalist. loyalist. No, that's, that's fair. Why, why mess up a good thing? I guess. Yeah. All right. You all know the termite. So we're going to move on. <laughs> To the Sanctioner Cadre. <laughs> These ladies are move six, weapon skill four, ballistic skill four, uh, 
one wound, one attack, leadership seven and eight, three up save, the rest you've heard before. Uh, they are Chamber of Vigilance. Okay. Marked for death. Ooh. Hatred and stubborn, as usual. Spectra cloaks. So they count as six inches further away. Mm-hmm. And Nemesis Bolters. Oh. Sisters have snipers. Oh, Sisters crap. have snipers. That count as six inches further away. Uh, and you're paying 85 points or five of them. And mark for death, that's where you get the uh, bonus to hit against a specific unit. Uh, if I remember correctly, yeah. Yeah, it is. John um, special rule here. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Uh, mark for death. At the start of the battle, once both armies have set up all their models, including units with infiltrator special rule, a single enemy unit may be chosen by a player that controls any models with this special rule, and this unit is considered marked for death. When any models with this special rule controlled by that player are used to make an attack of any kind, all failed wound rolls of one may be re-rolled against the uh, marked for death unit. Yeah. So, okay. Handy. Uh, you can take five additional sanctioners for 15 points each. Whew. You can give them the Nuncio Vox, Augury Scanner. Sanctioner Mistress can take the usual upgrades if you really want. Still no two-up save, but that matters a little less with the Spectra Cloaks on sniper rifles. Yeah. Uh, and they can also, at the cost of five points per model, trade their Nemesis, nemesis Bolters for Vratrine Nemesis Bolters. Um, oh, that's shit. That's the entire unit. Oh, shit. Um, and we, so we just psych out. Look, uh, not quite. We do want to yeah. look this one up. Okay. Yep. Let me pull this up here. I've got there we go. Here. So it yeah. is. Wow. Oh, okay. So the Vrat Train Nemesis Bolter is 52 inch range, which is one of them. As opposed to 72. Yeah. So my, I've never seen 52 inches before. It's kind of interesting yeah. there. Um, strength four, AP five. It's heavy one. To strength five, AP five. Yep. Yep. So sight less strength is still heavy one rending on a five up sniper and pinning, but also has size shock. So yep. reduce strength and range for size shock. Look out thousand suns. It's your worst nightmare. <laughs> These bullets literally have your names on them. Yep. Your true names, by the way. Yeah. Shit. That's, that's pretty cool. It's very cool. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. It's. Oh. Yeah. Can't hate it. Sisters have snipers. Yep. <laughs> uh, and their chamber of vigilance. So as many. Oh, convert off of. Go hog wild. <laughs> yep. Fill up that allied detachment or fill up the allied detachment. Have you support with just. Yep. Sniper sisters for days. Just lined up on your back. Lined up on your back there and just. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm certainly not going to encourage you to spam snipers, but if you're a person who wishes to spam snipers, here you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lord. All right. Last up in this heavy support category, we have expurgators, mm-hmm. which are your heavy support option. Chamber of judgment. Um, all the usual special rules. Uh, Move six, weapon skill four, BS four, strength and toughness three, one wound, initiative four, 
one and two attacks, respectively, for the Expurgator and Expurgator Mistress, and three up saves. Awesome. Five heavy flamers for 85 points. Five heavy flamers. With compression uh, tanks for five yep. extra points. So they come with heavy flamer. Uh, you can take five more uh, Expurgators at 15 points each. They can each, uh, any model in the unit, unit can take compression tanks. Mm-hmm. The entire unit may exchange their heavy flamers for Adrathic Destructors at 20 points each. Expensive, but again, like we mentioned before, yeah. you're going to have to fill up those points somehow. Snare Cannons for free. Funny. <laughs> Vetrine Missile Launchers for 15 points each. All right. I bet you didn't expect Sisters of Silence to be hauling <laughs> missile launchers to shoot at you with, <laughs> but here they are. It seems... Uh, it doesn't quite seem uh, close no. to our namesake, but, you know, yeah. some days you just need to pull out the missile launcher. <laughs> right. Uh, Parry this. <laughs> one one expurgitator can take an Augury scanner. Uh, and then the mistress can take the usual upgrades. Yeah. 85 points. It's a heavy support squad. Thank you, sisters. Uh, three up save at T3 means they probably are here for a good time, not a long time. But yep. if you shoot things that you outrange, you'll do okay, probably. Mm-hmm. Or if you just it, accept that you're going to fire it at one thing, they're going to get return fired, and that'll be the end of their story. <laughs> yep. So I noticed a lot of these uh, characters are also light, which gives them a plus one to their movement and initiative, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's... Uh, plus one to uh, reaction moves. Yeah, based on initiative. Yeah, which helps because mm-hmm. I think that wraps up all the units for yeah. the sisters. It's definitely uh, yeah, it's a cool bag of tricks. It's real cool. Um, definitely not going to be making an army. Yeah, like a full blown twenty five hundred point sisters army. There's no last cannons for dealing with vehicles at range. They don't have a good way of dealing with dreadnoughts. There's too many things that go against them. And their elite unit, the Oblivion Knights, mm-hmm. can't take out elite Astartes units. Yeah. Um, they'll chew up like line Astartes units. Mm-hmm. No problem. But the elite units? Nah. Three up save is going to kill them. One wound is going to kill them. T3 is going to kill them. Yeah. Weapon skill five helps, but the lack of two up armor is rough, but, um, Um, and like for power weapons, they can trade to get axes, uh, for AP two. Uh, we've mentioned a couple, uh, character models can get power fists. The problem then is you're swinging at initiative one and Mm -hmm. you're, T3 with a three up save, yeah. which means you, you're not swinging at initiative one. You're not swinging. Yeah. That's when you pull out the ex oblivio and hope for the best. Yeah. But again, the ex oblivio only focuses on a single model. So that that'll help you deal with dreadnoughts. You'll make you good at killing characters. It's not going to help you when, you know, the red butchers come to town. Yeah. But, uh, it, they're fun. And yeah. honestly, again, they seem like a great support unit, which is kind of what the intent is anyway, from what yes. I see. 
if you follow the intent and don't run them as their own army, run them as an allied detachment. Yeah. Or the, you know, like the inverse allied detachment yeah. where run. Well, can you have your allied detachment HUB the warlord? Or does uh, it have to be your main detachment? Pretty sure I'm it's almost main certain it has to be main, main detachment. Um, but there's nothing stopping you from having, you know, your one HQ and two troops and then a massive allied detachment. Yeah. Yeah. Basically yeah. pull the inverse, especially and they're so cheap too. Mm-hmm. But that's the other thing. Um, like if you want to do stuff with like the maiden of sorrow, because good, because man. Yeah. Right. Cause it doesn't specifically say that they have to be sisters of battle or I'm sorry, uh, silent sisterhood mm-hmm. to gain the benefits of any of the benefits that are shown here for the, uh, for bonuses for the warlord traits. Yep. Now again, anathema. So you're mm-hmm. taking the minus to leadership. However, most of these uh, HQs are at least nine or 10 anyway. And if they're in that unit, they're going to be rolling on the sisters leadership anyway. So does it really mm-hmm. matter? Doesn't seem like it. Um, one place where you need to worry about it is uh, other units within six inches of that unit. That but is fair. That's a good point. Frankly, that doesn't come up a ton anyways. So yeah. not a big deal. Yeah. Cause that was, what, that was what I was thinking when I was again, had a brief flare of just the vestial covenant, yeah. the sisters like, yeah, you will take the anathema penalties. Yeah. But yeah, like, like that I feel bad. Real like, weird, and I feel yeah. like they're going to get eroded. I, I would hope so. Cause it would feel like I almost want to do it just for the hell of it. But also <laughs> right? I'm also decent enough not to do something like that. Yeah. It would just feel weird to like, just, but they've, they've made an effort to make it very difficult to get an Arthesium in a Terminator unit. Yes. And, um, I mean, yeah. granted it was hard to do before in first edition too. You couldn't just throw sure. an apothecary in there. Right. But this, as far That's, as I can tell, uh, as written, I agree with you. you I just, just roll doubt right. it was the intent. You just slide Purely up in with those Terminators before. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like it's like I say, take a penalty, but she's leadership nine already. Yeah. Your terminators aren't going to have much better than leadership nine, so it doesn't really matter if they're taking a penalty to their leadership. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, so speaking of hate- chat, sorry. And does does hatred confer? I don't. I don't think it does. Okay. I'm pretty sure it does not. Yeah. But, ooh, that is. As written, that's the way to do it. But mm-hmm. I am not condoning that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, I very much suspect that's going to be eroded. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever that errata comes out. Yeah. But it's a cool unit. Yes. It's a, or, it, or the whole army is really cool. It, and again, it's, it's support. Playing sisters is maximum cool points. Yes. Um, can't guarantee you're going to win many games running pure sisters. Mm-hmm. You will be the coolest person there, though. Yeah. You'll definitely get a, and I do think there's solid uses for them in allied detachments. Um, I I've got three ways right off the top of my head how I want to use them as allied detachments. Yeah, yeah. Um, so first one is you take spend sixty five points on five prosecutors because mm-hmm. that's as cheap as you can go with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
then you take Unite Abyssal and Knight Centura, uh, both running around with Explivia, Oblivio, which you throw in your Astartes units. Sure. Um, or if you want to get classic, uh, you really make people mad by throwing them in your Custodes units. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, that's kind of what they're meant the to be. Time. Yeah. Uh, and that that's it. That's, that's the Allied Detachment. Uh, you know, just quick mental math. Uh, you're not even paying 300 points for that. <laughs> and you've got three... <laughs> Decent to good uh, melee characters who can do challenges and all that jazz uh, and have Exoblivio on top of it. Uh, second one I like the idea of is uh, more of a classic allied detachment. Uh, Oblivion Knights in Acquisitors. Or if you don't, or if you want something other than Oblivion Knights, that probably probably works as well. Yeah. Uh, but then the Inquisitors are outflanking, get a nice little outflank assault with, like, you know, two, three, maybe four Inquisitors. They come out, shoot up units, pin them, disgorge their cargo, which go jump. Uh, not the elites of the enemy army, but, you know, the heavy support squads, the tactical squads, you know, and just cut down the number of Astartes coming at you um, and give your opponent something to look at while your Astartes are moving forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, third one is a bunch of snipers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know them, you hate them. You, you know them, you hate them. You love to hate them. Yeah. Um, and as long as you keep in mind that like, you got a chamber of oblivion, chamber of judgment. You got to have an HQ to bring them. Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as you're paying attention to that, you can mix between those themes very easily. Sisters are cheap. The yeah, troops I mean, are a bit of a tax. Yeah. And their they're HQs not, are not an expensive tax. No. And the HQs are fairly cheap too. So you're not too worried about being other than just the amount of HQs you can take in your attachment slot. Right. You're not really a, hurting for stuff. No. Huh. Uh, Jesse, do you have any other thoughts? Uh, no, no, not moment. I'd like that. I think it's a great support unit. I'm curious to see. We haven't covered a custodians yet, but we'll do that in the future. And like in the books, like they go hand in hand. So I'm really curious when we start reading through custodians, how those interactions would play as well. I'm kind of curious to take a look at that. I've only glanced at custodians, but I haven't noticed anything like particularly encouraging them to fight together. Mm-hmm. So it'd be interesting to look closer at that and see if they're more of a natural fit than mechanical, mechanically induced fit. Yeah. Well, you can run up the Northeastians <laughs> up in them. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, Feel no pain for everybody. All right. Michael has been good. Oh, it's been great. Had a good time. Um, we'll catch you on next time. Once again, thanks for listening to the Remembrancers Retreat. Um, if you're in Richmond in January, we have the uh, wrap-up of the final uh, uh, end of the Slow Grow campaign. And then 2023 is going to kick off in February with a brand new season of stuff. Uh, more to come on that follow-up, but it's going to be a lot of fun. And 2023 is we're going to we're going to crank it up a bit
So enjoy, and we'll see you all next time. Keep those dice rolling, and bye for now. Hug a psyker. Ha, 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 ha.